Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful and Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like the task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list. And I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it. Or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know, Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hey, welcome to this episode. So this episode is going to talk about reasons that decluttering really can't wait for you as a mom. And I want to preface this by saying that in general, I'm a really good balance of like being very empathetic and compassionate, but equally somebody who needs like logic and steps and takes action. Um, it's like every single personality I test test that I have ever taken, like proves this time and time again, I'm like a really good balance of like emotion and logic. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode is like the emotional side of clutter, decluttering and motherhood, as well as the logistical side of decluttering and clutter in your motherhood. Right. 
and the reason that I want to have this conversation with you is because sometimes I think that the most compassionate and kind thing that you can do is to tell people the truth in a way that inspires them to take action, right? For me, I love it when people validate my feelings, but if they're not also giving me something to do, I'm like, why? I feel like I'm wallowing, right? There's a time and a place for it, but in general, you know, that's not that's that's not what I want, right? I don't want to just wallow and have my emotions endlessly validated. I also want to be challenged a little bit to take action. But then it also doesn't work the other way, right? If somebody's like just telling me what to do and not taking into consideration the complexities of my emotions, like I'm not going to take action, right? And so that being said, here we go. Here's the message of today's episode. And that is that if you don't declutter your home and prioritize clearing out that extra stuff, that clutter that is causing you excessive and unnecessary stress, burden, and feelings of anxiety, your one season of motherhood is going to flash before your eyes and you're going to miss a lot of it, right? And not only are you going to miss parts of it because you're too busy or you're too distracted or you're too overwhelmed and so you're shutting down, not only are you going to miss all of those beautiful things, you're also going to miss out on the opportunity to give your children the things that you want to give them as their parent, as their mother, like your time, your patience, and all of these life lessons that are going to ultimately serve them as adults and set them up for success as adults. So if you're currently overwhelmed by the heaviness that clutter in your home brings to you as a mother, I want to let you know that you are not alone and nothing is wrong with you. You've just been, honestly, you've just been born into a time where it is normal and well, I'm not going to say normal. It's common and accepted. It's pretty widely accepted for mothers to feel this way, to feel so overwhelmed and so burdened and so stressed out. And it's like everywhere that you look, we're being told to buy more, get more, have more stuff. Just And, and even if you're undoing like the messages of consumerism, there's still this unconscious message that you need to be doing more. You need to be trying hard. You need to be better at this. You need to show up in this way. And it's just deeply embedded in our society right now that you need to do more. You need to have more. You need to try harder. Um, and the underlying message is like, what you're doing isn't enough, right? And <clears throat> there's no other generation that has faced the intensity that we do now with that message because it comes at us from all angles, right? Our family, our friends, our, the expectations that those people have on us, right, is what people usually had to deal with. But now we add in these layers of like social media and it's just this constant pressure to do more, have more, be more, right? And it, it's not your fault. It is not your fault that that's the message we sent. It's not your fault that that's probably a message that you've internalized, but it is your responsibility to change it because you are a mother and you do want to give your children, you know, the best that they deserve. And you want that for yourself too, right? Um, so it is your responsibility to change it once you're aware of it. So hopefully I've made you aware of something just now of like, this is, this is what we're dealing with so that you can step over to the other side. And I want to give you some, just three, we're going to talk about like kind of three big main reasons that decluttering cannot wait 
why you can't keep avoiding it, why you can't keep looking for other solutions that might seem simpler or might seem better. Um, and then we'll talk about some benefits of what happens when you actually do decide to declutter and stop putting it off or avoiding it. So the first big reason that decluttering really cannot wait is that it's the only, I don't know what else to call it, but it's like the only chore that you can actually do inside of your home. It's the only work that you can do inside of your home that is self-sustaining and will give you more time long-term. It's got a big return on investment, especially when it comes to time. And what I mean by that is that you can try to implement storage solutions and organizational solutions and have you know a bin for everything and categorize all of the toys into these very specific categories and make it look great once it's done. But that is not self-sustaining. Those complicated organizational systems actually require a lot more work for you in the long term because you have to make sure that they are maintained every single day. And you also have to teach your family how to maintain those complicated systems. And I'm not saying that there's not a time and a place for organization and labels and bins because there is, but the majority of people are trying to implement those systems and storage solutions before they declutter and it doesn't work. It's very frustrating because those, that organization piece should be the cherry on top, like the final step because they're not self-sustaining. They do require ongoing maintenance for you and you need to reduce the amount of stuff that you are maintaining on an ongoing basis, okay? And it also gives you more time long-term. When you spend your time organizing, cleaning, shifting things from space to space, space, stacking it up nicely in a closet, that doesn't actually give you more time long-term. It just delays the time that you're gonna spend dealing with it later. When you declutter things, you spend your time getting rid of the excess now, and then that's it, it's done. You never have to do that work again, right? Um, you do have to do ongoing maintenance decluttering because things are always coming into your house and leaving your house. But once you declutter an item and get it out of your home for good, it no longer requires your time or energy. That's what I'm talking about. So um, that's one reason that decluttering really cannot wait because otherwise you are going to continue to hold on to all of this stuff that requires your time, your energy, your space, your effort your mental room, your physical space, all of it, okay? Now, the second reason that you need to declutter now and not keep putting it off is a little bit more of an immediate reason, right? And that is because when you declutter, you are able to walk into your home or rooms inside of your home and just do what you need to do in that room without instantly seeing more work for you to do, which is a huge mental burden, right? Right. Imagine you walk into your house at the end of the day after work and you see piles of laundry. Immediately, what you are seeing is more work for you to do, which leads to more overwhelm, maybe more frustration, more feeling resentful towards your family because they don't help you clean up, right? It's a big mental burden. And that drains on you every single day. I've never seen somebody just wake up one day and be like, wow, that doesn't bother me anymore, right? They might tell themselves, okay, I guess I'm just going to accept where I am and I'm going to tell myself that this doesn't bother me anymore. But what you're doing is exerting all of this effort and energy and telling yourself that it doesn't bother you when really it does. And the solution is to declutter it. 
so that you can get out of that cycle and you can give yourself that really simple relief of just being able to walk into your house or into a room in your house and feel at ease, or at least not instantly feel burdened and overwhelmed and stressed out and all of those other things, right? And that leads me to the third big reason that decluttering really cannot wait and you cannot keep putting it off because in order to be the type of mom that you want to be, whatever that is, maybe it's the crafty mom, maybe it's the fun mom, maybe it's the she's got it all together mom, she's super organized mom, right? You have to feel a sense of peace and calm in your own home. So you've got to declutter so that you can get that sense of peace and calm. But the next step to that is that you need to create space for you to connect with other people in your life. Now, when you declutter your house, or let's let's talk about it this way. When your house is cluttered and, and, and overwhelming for you, for most people, it's hard for them to invite people over, which is a way to connect with people, right? To host people, to have playdates, um, and to bring people into your home with the purpose of connecting with them. It also makes it difficult for you to connect with the people who live in your house on an everyday basis, right? Because you're probably like feeling feelings of frustration, maybe even resentment, um, annoyance, you know, disconnection because of the clutter. Um, so if you want to connect with your with the people who matter in your life, you've got to clear out that clutter so that it's easy to be in your house. Now, the other end of this is that when your house is cluttered and overwhelming, and requiring a lot of time and energy from you, it makes it difficult for you to get out into the world and go places. That was true for me. It was like, I would love to just take my kids to the park randomly, but, you know, on a Saturday, but I woke up in the morning and I saw all of these chores that have to get done, all these things that I need to catch up on before I can even get out of the house and go connect with them in that way. And the thing about motherhood to me, you might not agree, but the thing to me about motherhood and my life in general is that the people are the most important thing to me, right? I want to be able to connect with my kids. I want to be available to them. I want to be able to have conversations with them, have fun with them, um, know them, right? Know the things that are going on with them. And I had a friend tell me this the other day that she said her her home was so overwhelming that she realized that her kids knew more about their teachers at school than they did about her. And she was like, something has to change. Right. And so in motherhood, the only thing that we can't get back is time. Well, not in mother, in life in general, all resources are renewable. You can always get more stuff. You can always get even more money. You cannot get more time. It's the only thing that we cannot control or manipulate or grow as humans, right, is time. And that's the third reason, you know, that that I think decluttering really needs to happen now. You need time in order to connect with people. I'm not saying that you need endless time and you need huge chunks of time, but you do need the time that you have with them to matter and make an impact and if the clutter in your home is dominating and overshadowing your time, it's got to change and it has to change now. It has to change quickly. It cannot wait. And I know there's a lot of things that you can do. You know, you can do things like go to therapy. You can do things like set up chore charts. You can do things like learn how to communicate better and give your kids and your family more responsibility. And you can ask for help. But all of those strategies are 
are way more difficult to do when you haven't decluttered first. And I talk to a lot of people, um, cause I actually, I do business, uh, strategy and mentoring, um, on the side, but, um, when I talk to people, no matter what industry they're in, I've, I've learned this with, um, an ADHD coach that I work with. I've learned this with a financial coach that I work with. I've learned this with a, uh, like a money mindset coach that I've worked with. They all say basically the same thing that none of these strategies are going to work unless you clear the slate first. Right. And that's essentially, um, what I'm telling you too, in your home, that those strategies and those methods won't ever work long-term to their greatest capacity unless you clear the slate first. And that's what decluttering does. It clears the slate. It gives you space. It gives you um, breathing room to actually do these other things in your life that will make a difference, right? So I also wanted to um, just give you a list of benefits that happen after decluttering so that you can get more excited about decluttering now and getting started hopefully today, hopefully today. Um, in the show notes, there is a link to a workshop and a checklist that you can get from me so that you can start today. Um, but one big reason is that when you declutter your house and you clear out that excess stuff that's consuming your time and energy is that you, you can more easily live in a way that feels like you are deeply caring for yourself, your family, and everything inside of it, especially the people. Not like you're just trying to manage stuff and then raise kids. Uh, the, the people get to come first. Um, and somebody said this before in the group. She said, decluttering, I declutter the stuff in my house that makes it hard to love my family. And I love that because uh, that's really what we're doing, right? So also when you declutter, you have more patience for your kids, especially on the days that they need it the most. You, because um, for me, what I noticed is that when my house was cluttered and overwhelming, I was already stressed out. And then on the days that my kids were acting out, lashing out, throwing fits when they needed me the most, sent me over the edge the fastest. Now, when my kids need me the most, I have more bandwidth, right? It's a win when it's like an upward spiral. Um, you can hopefully, ideally, raise kids who want to come home after they're grown. And it's not just because they're coming home to a house that's clean and organized, right? They're coming home because you had the time and energy to give to them during the season of life that it mattered most to them, right? And to you. You can undo generational habits and stories that you carried into your life that you don't want your kids to carry into their adulthood, right? We all have our baggage when it comes to clutter and why we keep things and why it's hard to let go of things. And you give your kids the opportunity to avoid those things. You learn to value your time and energy and balance that with all of the unpredictable and urgent needs of motherhood without the guilt. You start to release resentment kind of naturally. For me, it was the natural release, um, but also the heaviness that you feel in your home and towards your family because of pointless messes. It was a pretty significant and immediate relief for me when I decluttered. Um, you can live in a home where it's easy to get help from your family, or at least easier to get help from your family because it's simple enough to manage. It's easy to tell what goes where and still has everything that everybody wants and needs, right? So those are just some benefits for you when it comes to decluttering, why decluttering is worth it, but also hopefully some urgency on why decluttering really cannot wait, right? There aren't any strategies to adequately manage clutter, um, at least in a long-term and sustainable way, 
and in a way that doesn't make you feel bad about yourself, like something's wrong with you. Okay. So my question for you today is, um, just to, even if you want, if you want to take out a piece of paper, you can do this too. I think that's even better. Just take out a piece of paper and make a list of all of the things that would be different for you. If you had only half of those benefits that we just talked about, right? What would be different for you if you could walk into a room and were not met with a whole lot of work that you have to do? Uh, what would be different? It would be pretty amazing. So think about just take some time to daydream today about how amazing and wonderful and great it would feel to have a house that was mostly clutter-free. All right. That's it for me for today. I will see you on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.